Alright, and we are back in the studios for another episode of Time Spot on the Beat with me, Fabian Peter. Today, we've got a very special guest from the BA of Malaysia, BAM, Badminton Association of Malaysia. Um, and as far as I could remember, he has been there since the start of it all. Uh, we have Dato Eng Chin Chai, who is the BAM Development uh, Committee Chairman. He is also the Vice President and... You know, he's been there for a very long time. In fact, he is a former player, you know. So, uh, welcome to the studios, Dato. Thank you, Fabian. I'm honoured to be invited by you for this <laughs> podcast by New Street Times. So, I hope to share whatever knowledge or experience that I have. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that will be great, Dato. Because, you know, we're going to go into a lot of, um, I mean, important topics, I think. I mean... You know, badminton is so big in Malaysia right now. Uh, we've got our very first world champions. But I think people deserve to know how they got there. You know, I mean, we also have lots of players in the past. We were talking about legends like Dato Punch Gunalan. We had Lee Chong Wei. But, you know, they didn't just become stars. You know, they came from somewhere. They came from a very young age, you know. So maybe, Dato, you can start by introducing... Um, Introducing yourself, of course, uh, and also what you do with the Development Committee. Thank you, Fabian. Uh, I'm the chairman for Development Committee of BAM. So this uh, Development Committee actually charts the badminton development in the country, starting mm-hmm. from the grassroots. We actually assist and funds 14, 15 states badminton association to train players from the age of 9 up to 18. Okay. Uh, we've been doing this for last... Eight years, mm-hmm. and then uh, the cream of these uh, players developed at the states are selected to go to the national junior squad, which is now called ABM. Yep. We have presently about 80 plus players with mm-hmm. ABM, and the national junior squad players are trained to play and to achieve targets at Asian Junior Championship and yep. World Junior Championship. And beside that, we are also the feeder squad to the national team. National senior squad, right? Yes. Yeah. That's um Also, maybe you can share a little bit about... Okay, now you just mentioned that we have the Petronas ABM, which is the uh, Center of Excellence right? yes. for for badminton here in Malaysia. But what is the process? Like, um, okay, see, I started uh, writing about badminton about 10 years ago. Uh, and as far as I remember, there was the Bukit Jalil uh, Sports School back then. But then I know before that, um, there was the Badminton Academy in Taman Maluri. And this was the academy that you know brought about players like Lee Chong Wei and 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 a few others. Um, so, what was the process uh, as far as Malaysian badminton is concerned? I mean, talk about development and grassroots. Was that the first? Was Taman Maluri first, and then Bukit Jalil Sports School, and then now ABM? Yes, uh, the National Junior Squad was first formed with the brainchild of uh, Dato Panch late Dato Panch Gunalan in the early 90s mm-hmm. uh, after we won the Thomas Cup. Yep. The cream of the national junior players aged from 13 to 17 mm-hmm. were selected into a Taman Maluri Academy Badminton mm-hmm. of Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And until the late 90s, around 1999 after Commonwealth Games, yep. then uh, we have a working relationship with the Education Ministry mm-hmm. where the cream of, of the national juniors was actually put to study in Bukit Jalil Sports School. Yeah. And until uh, two years ago, yes. when they reverted back to Academy Badminton yeah. Malaysia, fully run by BAM. Yeah. So that was the history of almost 30 years of National Junior Youth Development. Almost 30 years. Eh? So the, the players, right, 
the current group of juniors, what is it like being housed in ABM? Like before this, when they were in Bukit Jalil Sports School, I know they used to go to school in Bukit Jalil. And then, you know, they would have their trainings in the evening. Some of them would come to uh, Bukit Kiara. And now, what is the arrangement like? Everybody is housed in ABM, right? Yes, correct. Uh, we have currently about 70 plus students. Mm-hmm. We have a MOU with a private school okay. who manages the education aspect mm-hmm. uh, under their private school education. Yep. They sit for the IGCSE exam. They can also choose to sit for SPM. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, they do not travel out for classes. Yep. The teachers, lecturers actually come to ABM, ABM. Mm-hmm. and uh, conduct lessons of average about four hours a day mm-hmm. and uh, so it's much easier for the student athletes because morning they train one session yep. and then they go for our school and evening they train again mm-hmm. and also do not spend time uh, traveling because yes. it was quite difficult during the days of uh, Bukit Jalil Sports School yep. because they stay in Bukit Jalil study there but they train in uh, ABM, ABM, where yep. is uh, near is Mukekera. Yeah. So the evening traffic back was very bad. Correct. So actually yeah. they become very tired. Uh, daily rushing to and fro for training. Yeah. So we thought the best uh, choice was to house them all in one, mm-hmm. and they only release to go back during the weekend. Okay. The other good thing is that uh, in ABM they have shorter schooling hours, only mm-hmm. average about four days, four hours a day, mm-hmm. as compared to a normal day school in Bukit Jalil Sports School, where they go through about six, seven hours of schooling time. Yeah, it's like normal schools, lah. Yes, right? correct. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Dato. Now we know how it's run at the academy level. You know, once they make it into the academy. But what about players who are younger? You know, like you mentioned earlier, you said, uh, you know, the states look at players from the age of nine, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, what happens at the state level? How does BAM uh, monitor what happens there? Okay, the state development program is actually uh, managed and monitored by BAM because BAM also partially funds those Correct, uh, yeah. state development program. BAM actually provides funds for each state to appoint about two at least about two full-time coaches and mm-hmm. some part-time coaches so they actually can absorb in trainees aged from 9 to 18 okay uh, and they train about five six days a week about 50 day, weeks a year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is not easy actually to detach uh, players below 12 away from the parents Correct. so we yep. felt that we only start bringing in players to the national academy at the age of 13 in secondary school yep. so it is better that players below 13 that means 9, 10, 11, 12 they still train at straight level and at state level and where their family Uh, still take care of them Correct correct. But what are the tournaments That these players have Like you know um, Of course It is still uh, Up to the state I guess To organize like Age uh, Age level competitions But are there like National level competitions Also for your Under 8 Or under 9 And stuff Okay The Planning by PM Is that Every state Can Should run three age group events okay. and which BAM helped to subsidize those mm-hmm. events to tap on new talents at district schools and club mm-hmm. to be absorbed into the state training program yep. and at national level we have every year uh, seven tournaments okay. for age 12, 14 and 16, 16. Yes. we yeah. did not go below 12 uh, currently because we believe there's not necessary to 
push the children to specialize so early when they are nine or ten. They mm. can play more for fun. Yep. But rather very serious competition at twelve. Mm. And also there are a lot of private tournaments going on at club levels that actually have events for eleven, ten, and nine. Yeah. That's the yeah. reason. Yeah. So what is it? What is it like um, at the national level? Huh? So I'm assuming these players, uh, these talented players, would be recommended by the states. Um, then do they have to also come through? Like, will BAM also run like a selection uh, before they are absorbed fully into the national program? Okay, at the state level, uh, we have regular sessions with the states, mm-hmm. uh, telling them what is appropriate, uh, what are the criteria to look for when selecting state players, yeah. including good performance at the states, potentials. So we actually monitor, and but we let the state run the state. Program and they select their players. Yeah. But at the national level, uh, our coaches are always uh, on the lookout. Mm-hmm. They go as talent scout uh, throughout the, the some states. state tournaments, yeah. mm-hmm. some national junior circuits to identify players to be absorbed into ABM. Yeah. At the same time, usually at at least once a year, usually at the end of the year, we have a selection trial mm-hmm. uh, for age twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, to select new players into ABM. So even if certain players are not identified by talent scout, uh, the state normally are given at least uh, two or three slots to mm. nominate players to be selected. Okay, okay. So that means it's a very smooth process, lah. In a way, right? I would think that BM does not shut its door to players who are only, you know, uh, who are selected at the age of 12. That means there might be some late bloomers who might peak at the age of 14, maybe 15, and they could still come in the national system during this um, selection, right? Yes, yes. Uh, just a classic example. For example, our current world champion. Yes. Like So he was selected at the age of 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Aaron Jia was only selected at the age of 16. Yeah. But uh, peculiarly, uh, so we exited BM at 18. Yeah. And he returned at 20. Mm. So you see, mm. there's a process of in and out. So it's okay. As long as they are the top talents and future potentials, uh, there's always a place for them BM. Correct, correct. And I don't think these two are the only players who didn't join ABM at the age of 12. I uh, I think Nor Izudin and also Ideal Sholek also came in Later, right? Correct. I mean, the age of about 18 and 19. Even uh, Dato Lee Chongwei, he came yeah. in the BMW at 16. Mm, okay, okay. All right. So, now Dato, from knowing how BM runs its development uh, program, we want to move along into something uh, a bit more bigger. Like you mentioned earlier, the, 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 the main target for the juniors are always the Asian Junior Championships as well as the big one, which is the World Junior Championships. But in the past two years, due to COVID, we realized that juniors had to take a step back. Um, because of the pandemic, um, junior tournaments were all put into cold storage. Um, and now after two years, we are going to have the World Junior Championships Again, this time in Guangzhou. Um, sorry, in, sorry, in Santander, uh, in, in Spain. Santander, Spain. Sorry, that's the world uh, world tour finals that's going to happen in um, Guangzhou. Anyway, the, the 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 World Junior Championships is going to happen for the first time after two years. Um, looking at our Malaysian shuttlers, uh, we have a long-standing history at the World Junior Championships. I think this would be the, if I'm not mistaken, the 22nd edition of the World Junior Championships since the first one in 1992, and Malaysia has won a title in 10 editions. 
you know we've always produced top junior um, shuttlers at the world level how are we approaching or how are we going into this world junior championship maybe we can also talk a little bit about what it was like in the past two years Dato. so there's no world junior championship in year 2020 and 2021 so this year they are restarting it again uh, but it's actually uncharted waters mm. because uh, many countries did not send their juniors out for for three years so we do not know our opposition actually Yeah. so only this year some junior tournaments started to take place most, mostly in Europe mm-hmm. and that's why the Europeans are very highly ranked in the world junior uh, ranking championship yeah. coming players from countries like China Japan Korea Hong Kong Chinese Taipei hardly participated yeah. in any junior event they're actually going to world junior championship without any seeding because they did not participate yeah. so this is the the danger zone yeah. you'll be surprised that uh, in the world junior championship a traditional powerhouse Indonesia is ranked number one mm-hmm. number two it's actually Ukraine. Ah, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, because there are many junior championship, junior events going on in Europe, and then the players participate and did well. Yeah. So number two was ranked Ukraine, and then number three and four is Germany and Spain. Okay. So the top five Asian traditional powerhouses powerhouse, yeah. are not ranked in the top eight. Mm, okay. And so uncharted waters. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think for us Malaysians, the last time we won a world junior title was in 2018 yes. in Canada, right? I yeah, mean, uh, Gojime won yeah. the girls' singles title, uh, and we also had Pelitan and Toyiwe reaching the finals. Correct, right? So, uh, looking at the strength of our team this year, uh, I think we just recently saw some of them uh, compete in the Malaysia Games. Sukma, um, what are the chances? What are we looking at? I think uh, for the men singles, we stand a fair chance with Justin Ho. Yep. He is officially ranked uh, number two in the world junior men mm-hmm. singles. But in the other events, uh, it is more difficult uh, because our players are not highly ranked. Mm-hmm. And also, looking at the recent Malaysian International Junior yes. Championship, the other event, we did not do too well. So, but... Having said that, we are preparing hard for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, our World Junior Championship team has been selected. Yep. Uh, they are ongoing uh, since last week. Mm-hmm. They have two and a half week trainings after the Sukma. Yep. And they probably leave on the 12th or 13th of uh, September to go for World Junior Championship. Mm-hmm. Three days acclimatization and then they will start the World Junior Championship uh, competition on the 17th of October. October, yes. And it will start with the team, team event first, right? Correct. The Swandinata Cup. Yes. Uh, and I think Malaysia only won it once since it was first introduced in yes. 2000. Yeah, in uh, Taipei, I think. Correct, 2011. So, where do you see... Okay, I mean, you mentioned that Justin is one of the um, uh, main prospect for the Malaysian team. Uh, but looking at the squad as a whole, our chances in the team event? To be very frank, uh, the team, uh, the chances is not too bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, the luck of the draw pitted us in the same group as Indonesia, who is in the first seat. Okay. So, of the eight groups, only the group oh, champions yep. goes to the quarterfinals. Right? Yeah. So, we have been strategizing the last one month mm-hmm. on how to beat Indonesia. So, we have picked a team and we target to beat Indonesia. So if you can beat Indonesia in the quarterfinal, that itself is a reasonably good achievement for our Malaysian team. Yes. Yep. Dato, uh, I want to go into um, talking about the team um, preparation also. Like we mentioned earlier, uh, they have not had any junior tournaments to compete in in the last uh, two years. 
But what BM has done is fast track some of these players and to send them for senior level tournaments. And some of them have been doing really well. Um, I think Justin just this year alone won four tournaments, you know. Um, and even he was a bit unlucky at the Malaysian Under-19 uh, Championship because he had some cramps and, you know. Uh, but prior to that, you know, he's been winning tournaments. What is the difference, Dato? Because also recently, BM announced that, you know, you're going to start this new National Junior Elite Program. And... Um, you name 14 players uh, in the National Elite Junior Program. But we also see a few players who are already part of the National Senior Squad. Uh, players like Siti Nur Shohaini and even Fazrik who are already training with the Senior Squad. So is there like a difference? What 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 is the criteria? Uh, okay, the Junior Elite team is the brainchild of our president, mm-hmm. Tansri Noza. Yeah. Uh, he always says that we must have a few engines running, yeah. competing against Uh, each other for the good of the country. Mm-hmm. BM has the national team mm-hmm. and now we're starting the junior elite team. Yep. So the difference between the national team and junior team is to we actually want to bridge the, the junior and the senior team to fast track these juniors mm-hmm. and then to give them uh, competitive age over compatriots yep. and still uh, remain also remain a powerhouse in the badminton. Mm-hmm. See, the difference is that if they are in the national team only yep. They are actually one of the ordinary members of national team. They are not given uh, special attention. Yep. Let's say you, let's say if Justin goes up to the national team, the national team currently has about 15 men singles. Yep. So if Justin goes and rank number 13, 14, he may not be given uh, many opportunities to play at major events. Yes. But he is, let's say, assuming if he's a number one in the junior elite team, mm-hmm. he will be given priority to play in many events because he's number yeah. one here yeah. and, number, and number 13 there. Yeah. So uh, we have identified 14 players in men. They are in various categories: men singles, women singles. Women singles. You have Siti Nushani, yeah. who is actually a member of the national women's singles single squad. Yeah. Again, as I say, she's probably ranked number six or seven there. Yeah. But ranked number one here. Yes. As number one here, she may get priority to play events mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. special attention. Yeah. Yeah. So in that respect, besides special events. Also, maybe uh, special attention in training, higher quality sparring partner because yeah. uh, the funding uh, towards these individuals will be more yeah. as compared to them as an ordinary member of a national squad yeah. because there's a tendency that in the Olympic year, as a World Championship year, in the World Tour final, the coaches of the system tend to favor the top two, three because they are chasing Olympic, they are chasing World Correct. Championship. Correct. If you are just uh, an ordinary member of the team, you may not get special personal attention. Yeah. But if in a junior elite team, you may get special personal attention. Mm-hmm. So that will accelerate your progress faster. Yeah. That yeah. is how uh, we feel. Okay. Um, Datuk, there's another thing that I wanted to ask you about is that, like I mentioned earlier, we have always been producing top junior athletes. But for some reason, I, I don't know, uh, something seems to be happening Uh, at the transition period You know If we look at the list Of former World junior winners uh, At least from other countries And you see them still At the very top level Even you know Way into the senior squad We're talking about players Like Victor Axelson Or Kento Momota These are players who Were also top players At the junior level And they are now At the very top Of the elite uh, level How do you think Or how long will it take Before BAM can Sort of bridge this Gap. Okay, you see, uh, one of the reasons for this is because, as I mentioned just now, being a top 
player in the junior elite as compared to an ordinary member of the national squad. Yep. So the junior elite uh, gets special attention. For example, let's say Justin Ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the last one and a half years, Dato Misbun and team of coaches giving particular attention to Justin Ho. Yes. So that he maintain his high ranking, he do well in international tournaments, so that uh, he can win the World Junior Championship. Yep. Okay. But assuming he win the World Junior Championship, then he goes up to the national team. Yep. Uh, say by next year. Hmm. He may be ranked number eight yep. in the national senior squad. So if you're number eight, uh, if your world ranking is not high, you may not get priority to go at major international world tour tournaments. tournaments yeah. Then you may not be selected for may not be selected for Thomas Cup, Sudirman yep. Cup, uh, Asian Games, Commonwealth Games. So less less attention on you. Yes. So it will affect your development because Correct. less attention and also affect your confidence sometimes. Yeah. Be- because sometimes when the attention is all on you, mm-hmm. very focused, the consequence is continuing monitoring you so you tend to do better. Yeah. But if you're just one of the ordinary members, you may not do so. It's also affect your confidence. Correct. Correct. So I think this is one of the reasons why we, the transition period the juniors may not do well and then they become disillusioned. They mm. may leave BM. They may lack motivation. So, the progress is stunted. Mm, One yeah. of the reasons, not the only reason, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, Dato, now um, that we have ABM, right? Um, Center of Excellence. We've got Petronas who've come in as the major sponsors. Um, we're looking at ways uh, to leverage Petronas' expertise also, you know, especially with what they've done with Formula One and, you know, we we are looking at moving in a very professional manner, I would say, right? BAM, Petronas, and then we've got ABM and, like you said, about 80-plus junior players at the national level. Um, how is BAM intending to also safeguard the institution because, uh, I mean, this may be a bit sensitive, but, you know, this year there has been a huge uproar in terms of players, um, top players wanting to leave BAM to turn professional. I mean, not saying that turning professional is a bad thing, but, you know, it seemed like there wasn't a clear guideline or whatsoever as to how this works. So, like, in terms of these 80-odd junior players who are now with ABM, what are the terms discussed with them? Like, okay, maybe, you know, to a certain level, you are committed to the national team because the national team has invested in you to bring you to this level. You have to produce maybe so-and-so results before you can just say, okay, I want to turn professional and BM will give you their blessing. You know, prior to that, maybe not so. You know, are there like contracts or how, how, how what is the dealing like with players? Okay, BM is the National Sports Association under Olympic Council of Malaysia. Yeah. The only body recognised by OCM for badminton Malaysia. Similarly, we are a member association under BWF. Correct. The only uh, association of controlling badminton recognised by BWF uh, to submit entries mm-hmm. and to participate in international events. So for that, uh, BM actually holds the uh, mandate yes. to participate in these yep. events. So uh, as long as BM have clear guidelines mm-hmm. regulating how players that have been trained or groomed by BM or even if not, even even they are all the while independent players who are not groomed by BM, still BM will have, have a say or hold on how they represent Malaysia. Yes. But it's always the case of, you know, uh, giving back to the country for mm-hmm. at least, I, I, I would say, like, because you see, BAM uh, is not an ordinary 
association or society or club. Yep. Being is a governing body, mm-hmm. and for this at least also you see, uh, it's not it's not dollar and cents, but it's actually in, uh, the honor representing a country. Mm-hmm. So. BM can make all the contracts and yet when it comes to the crunch where they said I'm doing it for the sake of the country then BM still has to actually negotiate and uh, discuss yep. with this athlete on how their services can be used to yep. represent the country correct so we always must have a give and take yes. uh, yep. attitude yep. so similarly for the athletes the same because they also must have gratitude correct. you see uh, some of the players you see the not only at the national level some of them have been groomed by the states for three years nine yep. to 12 age of 13 they were taken care of by BM uh, in the national junior squad that's yep. another six years and some of them another three years national squad so all in all they spend about 13, 14 years uh, being groomed by the system yes. they, they can't just walk out and say okay I thank you very much I want to be independent on my yeah. own I want to earn my own keeps mm. so I won't listen to you mm. I think it's uh, not fair to the country mm. not so much not fair to BM but not fair to the country yeah yeah So, uh, that I think that is also why I think I I mean uh, I can say I dare say it's it's a learning process for everybody. Uh, as you go along, you know the new things coming about, and you you move and you learn from the experience you move. I guess that's also why BAM is currently in discussion, and 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 you know they're also going to announce where um, sooner or later how professional players can also work together with BAM in terms of you know using the facilities and 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 stuff. I think. They're still in discussion. Nothing has been announced yet. But as far as the junior team is concerned, Dato, uh, I think this also, um, you know, is probably the last question. What are we looking at moving forward? What um, are the goals for the national junior squad? Future plans, like for example, we're talking about these uh, 18-year-olds, 16, 17-year-olds, um, the Olympic cycle, and you know, what are the targets that has been set for them? Okay, for this uh, national junior squad, With the formation of the junior elite team, uh, the current batch is actually being groomed for the next two Olympics after LA 2024. You have the... After Paris 2024, 20, 20, you mean? Uh, 2028 yeah, yeah, LA, right? Yeah, Paris 2024, so 2028 and 2032 Olympics. So yep. this current batch is uh, groomed to perform and, to try, and try to win the gold medal at the next... Mm. 2028 and 2032 Olympics. Yep, yep. And uh, Dato, maybe you can just explain, like right now, currently, uh, what is the junior setup? I mean, who are the coaches? What is the top level system like at the junior development program? Okay, at the ABM National Junior Squad, uh, they come under development committee. Mm-hmm. Dato Misbun is the overall director. technical director mm-hmm. and also the chief coach. And below him, uh, he has uh, five coaches coaching the singles. Mm-hmm. That is Encik Momazwan, Po yeah. Chai Boon, uh, Wontos, Lufti and Pang Chie Chang. Okay. Five coaches taking care of the age 16 to 18. Mm-hmm. They are quite specialized in singles, doubles or mixed doubles. Yep. Okay. And the age 13 to 15, we have another four coaches at the moment and looking to increase another two coaches. Mm-hmm. The coaches currently is uh, Hafiz Hashim, yep. Elwin Chiu, mm-hmm. Zhang Hongyu from China and uh, Kwan Yok Ming. Okay. Four of them are taking care of players aged 13 to 15, 15 boys and girls. Okay. So with the option of adding two more coaches. All right. Okay. 
That brings us to the end of our show, Datuk. Thank you very much for being on the show. Um, we wish the team all the best at the World Junior Championships, which is from October 17 to the 30th in Santander, Spain. Um, looking forward to having you again in the studio, Datuk. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, baby. It's an honor and my pleasure to be here. Thank you.